Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Luke Anderson, astronaut. A man barely interesting. I also uh, went to a school dance with a girl that watched Titanic, I think, 17 times in the theater. It was a different time back then. Will Darkens, hot air balloon attendant, frightened by technology. There's HBO Hot, where it's like, you watch it, and you're like, wow, she's dangerous. I'm into that. We have the capability to build the 33rd best radio show in Portland. On Saturdays, about sports. The Sinner and the Saint will be that show. Better than they were before. Funnier. Sportsier. More Labradoodles. On 1080, The Fan. <laughs> okay. We made it. It's hour two. Hit you missed any part of hour one. Go to 1080thefan.com and download the Les Schwab Tires podcast. And listen to it uh, at your leisure. Maybe sit out by the pool, get yourself a nice sangria. <sighs> sit back, enjoy, soak in the sunbeams. And get a good romantic novel with me. Oh, yeah. You can uh, read something with Fabio on the cover. and Me then, and the uh, gals can just gal yeah, out. Yeah, and then uh, throw on your Walkman and listen to the Sinner and Saint podcast. Is that how it works? My Walkman. <laughs> No. I actually don't get the podcast. What I do is get a tape recorder, hook it up to my ham radio, record it, and then I just play it back on the Walkman. Man, these cassettes are so convenient. God, it I, worked out really well for me. I even got myself a cassette briefcase. <clears throat> so when does free agency start in the NBA? That's uh, Sunday at midnight 01. 12.01 this evening, tomorrow morning, whatever you want to call it. But... That doesn't stop people from speculating what's going to happen. In case you missed it, LeBron James has opted out and is a free agent. What? I know. It's crazy. Wow. I, I didn't see that coming. Yeah, I know. Nobody did. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't mean he can't re-sign with Cleveland. Cleveland's actually one of the teams that it makes sense for him to sign with because he can sign for more money if he chooses to do that. They can pay him more by opting out. Dirk opted out of his contract. It looks like the Blazers have not extended a qualifying offer to Shabazz Napier, Pat Connaughton. Doesn't mean they can't be re-signed. They're just unrestricted free agents. That's all it means. They can choose where they want to go. No restrictions. Okay. Pretty simple. Right. Does not stop people from speculating wildly about what LeBron's going to do. This started months ago anyways, so it's not a big deal. As soon as the NBA finals were over, that's the biggest news story in the NBA. I try to avoid this. We've talked about this many times. I always try to avoid this, but I couldn't help it. I got caught up in it today, and I came up with a scenario that if it doesn't happen, I'm going to be extremely disappointed. Oh, boy. I don't know about this. You sure? I don't know about this. Well, listen, it was. It came out this week that uh, LeBron is texting KD. You know who reported that? Who was that? Stephen A. Yeah, Smith. boy. That guy. Oof. And Red if anybody's people. got their pulse on the NBA, it's Stephen A. Yes. 
Stephen A. reported that he's apparently they're texting each other, and the idea is that KD and LeBron join up in L.A. Yes, obviously, it's a very, very uh, likely thing. Plausible, yes. So here's what I here's the scenario that I want to see happen. Okay, is that LeBron, KD go to a joint press conference, and they're uh, in front of the Lakers backdrop. They're both wearing purple and gold suits. They're getting ready to sign their contracts to play for the Lakers. Ooh, and they both go down and they go to sign and. KD signs, and LeBron looks like he's signing, but he's having trouble with his pen. Mm. He looks up, and he's going, oh, guys, his pen isn't working. I don't know what's happening. Meanwhile, KD has finished signing his contract, and LeBron looks at him and goes, ha, 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 you have to play with Lonzo Ball, and he tears up the contract and goes back to Cleveland. He breaks up the Warriors, and then he goes back to Cleveland, and he goes on to win a championship. That's the only scenario that gives me any satisfaction in this insane world of speculation. Okay, likelihood that happens. 0.0. Okay. 0, 0, 0, all right. 0, 0. Perfect. 0, 1%. That sounds about right. Uh, I mean, I think the only likely scenario is he goes to the 76ers, right? Yeah, well, I mean, the, that's a process. Yeah. Why wouldn't you want to join the process? Things are going great over there. Can we just wait until he makes a decision? No, we can't because there's nothing going on right now. <laughs> the this World is Cup is going on right now. You know, the fact that we're building up so much of the excitement really, it, it'll be such a downfall when he actually just goes to Los Angeles. Like, like, will we really care if he goes? The only reason or the only way I'm really going to care if he does go to Los Angeles is if Kawhi Leonard and Paul George follow him there, which at this point, it seems like the Spurs aren't really taking what the Lakers are giving them. Yeah. Like it's one of those kind of back and forth matches where I, what I think it really hinges on is that the Lakers are saying, hey, we're going to give you Brandon Ingram. Yep. And okay, fine. We'll give you Kyle Kuzma and a first round pick. Does that enough? They go, no, this guy's the best two-way player in the league. We want more picks. Yeah. Throw in someone else. And I think the Lakers at this point are playing a balancing match of, okay, if we can do that, are we really going to get LeBron James to come over? Because more than anything else, Paul George is going to Los Angeles at this point. We think so, but yes. he says there's unfinished business in OKC. Yeah, no, he's the, he's getting the hell out of there. The, the question is, is LeBron going to be the first or the last domino to fall? He'll be the second. Because, I, yeah, because I think if Paul George does sign, I think LeBron will have enough confidence in doing that. I mean, dude, where else are you going to go? It's a dead end in I Cleveland. Would, I would do everything in my power to stay on the East in the Eastern Conference. Well, then go to the Celtics because that's the, the 76ers. Other. I mean, I mean, the 76ers is a viable spot. They can afford him. And it's yeah. a it's a good team. It's just you wonder how much of his skill set overshadows what Ben Simmons brings. Because Ben Simmons can't shoot. The guy took 11 three-pointers last year and missed them all. And I assume they were all at the end of shot clocks. And he's like, oh, no, I have to shoot. I will say this, though. I've started to change my opinion about the idea of having them on the court together. Because then Ben Simmons can literally just be Magic Johnson and, and not just have to worry up. about creating offense. Yeah. All he has to do is at that point is facilitate. Like, could you imagine how scary that would be on a fast break to have Ben Simmons leading it, LeBron James on one wing, and then having uh, Sarich, whatever that guy's name is, on the yeah, other Dario wing? Yeah, Dario Sarich. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, you're not stopping that. And all Ben Simmons has to do is facilitate at that point. He doesn't have pressure of shooting. He can be involved in the offense and like pick and rolls. Well, how much did we gripe about, you know, it's like, how is Chris Paul and James Harden going to work together on the right. same court with, with one basketball They're, They both need the ball in their hands. Right. I think that's the dumbest argument in the NBA that everybody has to have the basketball in their hand yeah. to be effective. You're telling me that LeBron James isn't a smart enough basketball player to figure out how to run off a screen without the ball in his hand to get open for a shot well, or, and, or, to, or to run a pick and roll. Ben Simmons 
Simmons and LeBron James were running a pick and roll together. Yeah, you're not stopping that. Good luck. Yeah. I mean, that the idea that, yeah, there, there's not enough basketballs is an argument we hear all the time to me that just seems idiotic. LeBron James makes any team in the NBA astronomically better. Yes. There's and that no, was proof this year. Yeah. Well, and, and, and how much does he want to play? Does he want to lead the league in minutes again next year? I highly doubt it. I mean, he said that the greatest achievement that he could have would be playing with his son, which I think would be one of the coolest stories to see is if you had a Griffey Griffey junior moment with LeBron and his kid where they can go out and play together on the same court. And the difference is the way that they have to interact together. I mean, it would be that would be awesome. I think that that would be cool no matter what happens. And he'll be able to manipulate it where he'll go wherever his kids drafted. It'll be very easy. But if that's what he wants to do, he better stop playing as many minutes as he played last year and get with some a team where he can you know stop having to carry them the entire way. Well, so he can play on the wing. I mean that's yeah. that's the dream, right? He can play, he can play can... on the wing. He can play in the post. Is there sure. a position he couldn't play well, in no. today's NBA where you, you go small and the death lineup is is putting on all the small guys for for Golden State? I mean, you put Ben Simmons and LeBron out there playing the four and five, and then put anybody else on the court. Fine. They're they're going to be able to rebound. They're going to be able to defend, you know, your your centers because they're faster, they're stronger, and they're more athletic. But take a look at this from LeBron James' perspective, right? From the very beginning of this whole free agency after the NBA title game, there's been a couple things that you have to look at and consider with his next team move. One being that he told Ramona Shelbourne that he doesn't want any elaborate pitches, right? And so this entire offseason, you've been having Joel Embiid, Joel Embiid blow up Twitter saying, LeBron, you got to come over here. You got to trust the process and everything. And then two, you have, if that's team- considered elaborate, well, oh, it, well, it, he kept tweeting. I was going to go there, but this dude kept tweeting. That's a, it's enough that it draws too much attention. It's, it seems immature. Eh, whatever. The other thing was that you had Cogliano. Colangelo. Yes. Cogliano. <laughs> you had that dude. Friggin' creating burner Twitter accounts. I, I mean, in terms of a uh, program stability, I, I wouldn't want to get near that. If I was a, you know, 33 year old LeBron James looking to win a title with a stable team. I mean, the most stable veteran on that team right now is JJ Redick. And That's scary. He, he's a free agent too, isn't he? Yeah. So uh, I don't know. It, it, the, the thing that I expect is you're going to have LeBron trying to orchestrate things. What did he do last time? He got Chris Bosch. And Dwayne Wade, and they all sat down and said, we can make this work. You opt out. You re-sign at lowest, less money. Chris, you get out of – he's going to try to orchestrate well, the whole thing. he did with Dan Gilbert, too, when he said, yeah. hey, you got to trade Wiggins, get freaking Kevin Love over here, and then we'll do the it. The reason he doesn't want to pitch is he wants to be the one pitching. He's going to walk into whatever front office he decides on. He's going to go in. He's going to be like, hey, this is what we want to do with your team. It's not going to be the other way around. That's why he doesn't want you pitching him. He's going to pitch you. Here's the pieces you guys have in place. Here's what we're going to do to make it work on your team. And LeBron's the guy that wants to be in charge. My two favorite laughable scenarios at this point, uh, one from the text line, why does it have to be the Lakers? It could be the Clippers. Yeah, who doesn't want to play for the Clippers? Pretty hilarious. Uh, the other one is that he might be going to Oklahoma City. Now, there was another rumor it's that came suggested. out. It's been suggested. Yeah, there was another rumor that came out it might've been yesterday or even this morning that his wife, Savannah is in OKC looking at private schools for their kid, Bronny. <laughs> Chris Paul has been saying that he's going to school in LA already. It's like, I, I love that they're looking at the kid and well, where is that Gary Payton? 
Oh, Gary Payton. Yeah, Gary Payton. Gary Payton. Chris way, Paul said he's going to Los Angeles, and Gary Payton said they're shopping most schools. Most random source for breaking news. Yeah. Gary pa- Oh, I heard from Gary Payton for I, no I reason saw at all. Gary Payton's unverified Twitter account that. Get out of here. <laughs> Colangelo. Jeez. Um, Cogliano. We'll probably get back into this. Stupid, I remember the first time we thing. talked about that. I, I used that as the last name yeah. Cogliano and then Cog- it just stuck. Well, there you go. Everybody around the office is. Using if, it. if we're going to continue to talk, 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 talk about free agency, I'm going to need a drink. Luckily uh, the cider summit PDX is in town uh, this week. We've got a couple guys, one from avid. Uh, oh, geez. And we have a, a mead guest and I should have probably looked at that. Well, wow, that's great. I know. Cause they're right I, here in the room. I know I was just looking at it. Terrible. Uh, we're going to do the growler on the grill. We're going to do that next. Uh, center and Saint 1080, the fan. Don't be fooled by home electronics at the best price. Hey, it's Luke Anderson for encore audio video. Truth is technology moves so fast and competition is so fierce. Whether you go online to the big box or specialty store, encore will get you the same price. The difference is encore's local experts will make sure you get the most out of your home entertainment. Whether you're looking at a new TV surround sound or a custom designed fully automated home theater, start with a free consultation at Encore Audio Video's showroom at 14th and Everett in the Pearl. If you or someone you know is addicted to drugs or alcohol, please call this number right now. 800-507-7599. That's 800-507-7599. By calling the True Sobriety Hotline, you're taking the first steps to your recovery. Advisors are ready to match you with a proven treatment center that could help you end your drug or alcohol addiction once and for all. Don't waste any more time with drugs or alcohol. Let the True Sobriety Hotline help you break your addiction to drugs and alcohol before it's too late. 800-507-7599. That's 800-507-7599. This call is completely confidential. And if you have private insurance, there could be little to no cost to you. Even if you've already been to treatment, give them a call. There is no need to let drugs and alcohol ruin your life. Take the first step now. Call the True Sobriety Hotline at 800-507-7599. That's 800-507-7599. 800-507-7599. These statements are not medical advice. True Sobriety Hotline is a third-party network of treatment centers and placement services. Nobody does the 4th of July like Grand Slam fireworks. Get Excalibur for only $49.99 and 33 loyal to none or one bad mother for $29.99. Text fireworks to 99404 for a Southwest Washington location near you. Light it up this 4th with Grand Slam. Message and data rates apply. When you're looking for a change of address, think Change Realty. Home of the 1% listing fee. Experienced in saving you money. Visit changerealitynow.com. It's Silverado Fest at Ron Tonkin Chevrolet. Take 10, 12, even up to 14 grand off a 2018 Chevy Silverado. Yes, sir, up to 14 grand off a 2018 Chevy Silverado. Only at Ron Tonkin Chevy, out 122nd way. Find new roads. Call 1 800 45 drive details. Portland Perks. Swag back with you for Forest Hills Golf Course. And have they got a deal for you? Right now at Portland Perks, you can get 18 holes at Forest Hills plus a $5 food and beverage voucher for just $30. Only at PortlandPerks.com. Center in the Saint on 1080 The Fan. As I mentioned, uh, we are in the middle of the 8th Annual PDX Cider Summit. It's a week-long, two-week-long uh, Cider Summit where we're talking uh, 
about really the cider industry and the growth. The Northwest has been doing this for a while. I don't know if uh, Kelly's uh, coming in and, and joining us, uh, but uh, Kelly uh, from Author Mead over in Vancouver uh, is here with us. And then we have Dan McCoy from what is now Avid Cider. They just recently went through a name change. You may have been familiar with Atlas Cider, but due to some uh, other folks using the Atlas name and Dan and I were just talking about it in the break here uh, that they had to go through a name change and go through this. Uh, but they're, they've joined us to talk about the Cider Summit. And uh, right now we're going to jump into the Growler and the Grill. Anyone can recommend a fine wine or cocktail to complement your meal. I'll take a scotch and water, hold a scotch. Here at The Fan, we believe you're more sophisticated than that. You hungry? Hey, Ma, can we get some meatloaf? With a keenly trained palate for the best culinary sports offerings of the day, The Fan presents a truly enlightened sports experience. What is the soup du jour? It's the soup of the day. Mm, that sounds good. I'll have that. This is The Growler and the Grill, a weekly feature on The Sinner and the Saint on 1080. Holy sassy. Okay? I mean- the Fan. All right, we've got <clears throat> Kelly Collins and Dan McCoy joining us to talk about the 8th Annual Cider Summit. Um, we're pouring some cider in here. Uh, Dan, step up to the mic. Uh, what are you pouring there uh, to get things kind of kicked off? This is our blackberry cider, um, one of our favorites. You know, it's just a base of fermented Hood River apples, and then we finish it with blackberry and blackcurrant, and it's been one of our uh, one of our ciders that really took off for us and always been, you know, our one that we're really proud of. Okay. Well, yeah. I think I'll just give that, uh, a, give that a try. And while I do that, um, real quick, just give an introduction to uh, Avid Cider and and who you guys are. And uh, and you've got a new spot opening here in Portland, uh, which is pretty exciting. So go ahead and just kind of introduce Avid. Yeah, we were formerly Atlas and now... Uh, we are now avid cider, primarily because what are we avid about? We're avid about, you know, taking fruits of the Northwest and fermenting them out and making delicious cider. Um, and we're out here celebrating the Cider Summit, which, uh, you know, one of the largest cider events in Oregon. And, uh, you know, and here in Oregon, it's killer because we are the biggest drinkers of cider in the country. And we drink more cider here than uh, per capita than anywhere else. So this is like our event where we we get together and celebrate the cider industry. And it's right that cider is the fastest growing spirit, I guess, in the in the Northwest as well. So it's just kind of like on, on a trajectory where it's kind of catching up. Cider at one point was the number one beverage in the U.S. and they've kind of uh, been on a, a trajectory. It's funny that Beer City USA turned into one of the best wine regions and then we added all these distilleries and now cideries are doing fantastic as well, which yeah, is very cool. It, it was crazy because I was teaching middle school six years ago and it was one of those things when we first, you know, I started getting involved in hard cider, we, we would have to explain to people what hard cider was and hey, this yeah. is a this is from fermented apples meant to be drank like a craft beer and now it's awesome that, uh, you know, everyone's really educated on what it is and um, you know, if you come out to Cider Summit today, you can have all different types of cider, you know, from dry to sweet to, you know, we're, we focus on different fruit blends. Um, 
our seasonal right now is a dragon fruit. So very we're getting cool. crazy and with these really unique fruits. And uh, well, the blackberry is it's very good. It's but it's not overwhelmingly sweet. It's it's got all the blackberry punch to it uh, without being kind of overwhelming. A couple notes about the Cider Summit. Uh, it's open today, uh, which is Saturday, from 12 to 5 p.m. That's at Field, Fields Park. Uh, that's up on Overton. Tickets are available at the gate for $35. It includes a souvenir glass, uh, tasting of 12 ciders, over 200 ciders, live music, food. There's a dog lounge, so pets welcome, uh, and it's strictly 21 and over, as you would expect. Go to cidersummit.com for more. Also joining us is uh is author uh, from author mead and uh this is uh kelly collins so uh kelly what is mead uh it's kind of funny that you're gonna go right to what is mead so mead uh is actually the oldest fermented beverage uh in the world so it's been tracked back to 7000 bc uh is basically just it's, it's honey water and yeast it occurred in, in, in nature uh, the pharaohs used to be born with, uh, buried with it. And uh, matter of fact, uh, Julius Caesar didn't want to go in the Crusades because he heard his knights weren't going to have mead uh, for some <laughs> libations when they got back to, to their camp. So uh, we're completely re-envisioning the entire thing. So there's still mead, you know, honey wines, honey liquors. Uh, we're, we're doing uh, basically what he's doing. Uh, we're we're you know, given a different option. Uh, we're, we're fermenting it, uh, like cider. We brew it exactly like beer. If you came down to our, our, our meadery, you'd be like, oh, come on, man, you're making beer here. Yeah. But, you know, we got, we even have a mash done. Obviously we're not using it, uh, sitting in the parking lot, uh, until we can find, figure out what to do with it. Cause honey's already in a liquid state. But, uh, instead of using apples for our sugars, we're just using honey. We're adding water, six and a half percent alcohol content drinks a lot like a cider with a nice little honey back on it. Yeah. And then, uh, has, has carbonation been something that's normally been added to meads or is that fairly new? Uh, some people have been doing it. Uh, uh, we're doing draft mead. Uh, we're, we're the only draft meadery in, in the country at this point, wow. uh, doing it the way that we're doing it. We're, uh, we've rooted ourselves in the craft beer industry. Uh, our techniques are the, the craft beer industry as well. Uh, all the way from the yeast strands that we're using, so we're we're uh, completely doing it differently. Yeah, uh, that's why how our name became author in the first place. We're authoring a brand new category, authoring a brand new way of doing something that people have been doing for seven thousand years before. Yeah, you know, obviously. Yeah, whether that be nine thousand some odd years. So. <laughs> there you go. Uh, uh, and so for author, you guys are over in Vancouver. Yeah, we're we're in Vancouver. We're we're in East Vancouver. Uh, we're on one of the. Uh, remaining uh, century farms out there. So okay. uh, our farm is uh, part of the, one of our co-founders' family. Great-grandparents founded it back in 1904. It's been a dairy farm. It's, it's been converted into a horse stable. Uh, now we've taken one of the, the farmhouses, and uh, I'm sorry, the, uh, one of the barns, and we've retrofitted into a world-class brewery. Uh, state-of-the-art equipment, and then we're actually taking the original farmhouse that uh, – his great grandparents lived in, and we're converting it into a tap house. Uh, so we're going to have that hopefully opening in sometime in 2019. Cool. Uh, and we're also uh, in the process of uh, swinging some sledgehammers and retrofitting a uh, another one of our our uh, buildings on the farm into a tasting room, so people can actually come out to us and try some some uh, some of our delicious draft meads. And we're going to have some ciders on. Uh, Avid's always welcome to be there. We're gonna have some craft beer and just kind of kind of make it a celebration of draft mead. And where can we find uh, Author Mead right now? If there's not a tasting room at the farm, uh, right now you can find it at the Cider Summit, uh, right right down there in the <laughs> in the Pearl District. Uh, so we will be releasing very shortly. Um, we're uh, canning pretty soon. We've got we've we've got some cans down there uh, for the Cider Summit. But we've partnered with the Green Zebra, uh, and in the next couple of weeks you'll see some. Some cans flown into into their locations, cool. and then uh, we're in the process with some other retailers and 
hopefully making a full launch here pretty soon. So fairly brand new. Yeah, we were founded in 2018. So excellent. We've been playing it for three plus years, and we've been been going full force for the last six months. Well, and technically a little rebirth for uh, Avid, uh, as Avid, uh, for you, Dan. Uh, what's new coming down the pike for, for you guys? We are stoked about opening a, a full tap room and kitchen on Ninth and Cooch. And uh, we were doing interviews this morning. Um, and, yeah, we're really excited about it. We're putting in pizza ovens. We're going to be doing a lot of cider cocktails, something nice. that, that you know, we don't see a lot of out there. And we've been playing around with that and really coming up with some delicious, some delicious drinks. Um, with the pizzas, we've even been messing around with using cider yeast in the, you know, in, in the, the dough. In the dough okay. And that's like, that's working. So <laughs> just some really creative ways to tie cider into, uh, you know, food, cocktails, and then, you know, our, our ciders, of course. Um but yeah, it's definitely the biggest project we've taken on, and and uh, you know Portland's always been great to us, so we want to give them a really cool cool place. As hey, thanks guys for for supporting us over the last couple of years, and we're going to give you a really cool cider bar to check out. There's a ton of competition in Portland, but there also seems to be a spirit of collaboration. The fact that you guys are both here, I mean, I don't know that there's a mead festival coming up, so to be part of the cider festival for you guys, Kelly, I think it's probably pretty great. And you guys are putting your arms around them. Uh, the Cider Summit, again, is uh, open today from 12 to 5. It's at Fields Park, uh, 1099 Northwest Overton. It's the eighth annual Hard Cider Festival featuring more than 200 uh, ciders from 60 different producers uh, from five states, California, New Hampshire, New York, Oregon, Washington, five countries, Canada, England, France, Spain. So it's not just exclusive to Portland. It's a way for you guys to talk with the whole industry. So go out and check these guys out. Find Kelly, find Dan, talk to them, uh, learn about their ciders. Really appreciate having you guys on the Center and the Saint. Thanks. All right. Yeah, well, thank you so much. <laughs> I guess we'll get more back into this LeBron James. Quick, guys, uh, where's LeBron James going to end up? Uh, probably with the Lakers, unfortunately. All right. That's Kelly and Dan. Where's? I don't know. Perfect. That's the correct answer. The correct answer from Dan. Uh, we'll get more into that. Uh, we've got some World Cup. We've got some baseball. It's the center and the saint. Uh, first, we got to go to the news. Well, usually with NBA free agency, you always have to talk about the Celtics because Danny Ainge is going to screw somebody out of something. No, Danny Ainge is happy with his team. I heard it. Is that true? Or did he change oh, his so mind? Oh, so you're breaking the news. Oh, sorry. Boston Celtics president of basketball operations, Danny Ainge, said it's his job to explore all trade possibilities when superstars become available, but gushed about his current core and deemed the possibility of his team completing another summer blockbuster trade as unlikely. I wouldn't move any of those pieces because you still don't know what it's like to have Kyrie Irving and Gordon Hayward on the floor together. Yeah, as good as they were last year and missing their two best players, you assume that might as well just stand, stand pat with well, what LeBron's going to go west, I mean, you're the likely favorite, right? Well, except for Toronto. Wait. <laughs> Sorry. Whoa. I almost got through that with a straight face. It's a close one. Oh. I don't know if you were serious about no, that. No, no. I tried. What a pathetic team. <laughs> More sports scores and stories in 30 minutes. Will Darkens from the Allen Webb Sports Desk. The Allen Webb Auto Family. Values driven. From Eugene to Longview, a story to Hood River. Leif's picks up and delivers. For decades, Leif's flatbed tow trucks have been helping consumers all over the Northwest. 
You know, insurance-recommended discount body shops may be okay for minor dents and dings, but when your frame or safety system has been compromised, you need a shop that has the equipment, the people, and an unwavering willingness to stand up to the insurance companies and fix it right. Life's Auto Collision Centers will pick you up the finest in collision repair. The first-ever McMinimins Edgefield Brewfest is Saturday, June 30th at McMinimins Edgefield in Troutdale. Find more than 100 of Oregon and Washington's best breweries and cider. Tickets only $30 and include mug and 10 tokens. McMinimins.com for tickets and more information. There's nothing better than celebrating America at the 83rd Annual St. Paul Rodeo. The oohs and ahs when the fireworks go off after the rodeo. Patriot Night on July 4th at the 83rd Annual St. Paul Rodeo will salute the military men and women who have served our country. Brought to you by Spirit Mountain Casino, Pafé, Les Schwab, and Bob Lamphere's Newburgh Dodge. Get tickets to Patriot Night for $2 off if you have served our country at stpaulrodeo.com. Look here, I don't have time for razors that don't flex. Your face ain't no dang wood floor. Blades gotta flex. That's why JB stays smooth with Big Flex razors with flexible blades that adapt to the contours of your skin. Smooth shave, smooth price, Big Flex. Summertime, it's vacation season, or is it staycation season? Whether you're planning a huge road trip or enjoying summer in your own backyard, Toyota has the perfect vehicle for you. If you plan to keep it local this summer, give the head-turning Camry a test drive and feel the superior comfort and performance that make it America's best-selling car. Take on the great outdoors and the endless weekend in the tough Tacoma or handle just about any task in the powerful Tundra. Take an excursion in the capable RAV4 with available all-wheel drive and be blown away by the outstanding capability of the rugged RAV4 Adventure Grade, equipped to take you even further this summer. And don't forget, every new Toyota comes with Toyota Care, our no-cost maintenance plan with 24-hour roadside assistance. Learn more at buyatoyota.com and hurry to your local Toyota dealer. The Stay or Go sales event ends July 9th. Toyota, let's go places. Based on manufacturer estimates, CY 2017 sales. See dealer for details and exclusions. Looking for a career? There are alternatives to college. I'm Leif with Leif's Auto Collision Centers. Did you know that top techs make over 100 k a year? Interested? Leif's now offers a comprehensive one-day automotive industry immersion program for those who are interested in exploring these dynamic fields. Mechanical, management, paint, body, service writing, welding, and fabrication. Call us today to schedule. Space is limited. Life's Auto Collision Centers, doing our part to give back. Pick up your microphones. <laughs> Pick up your microphones. Yo, how many mics do we rip on the deli? Send me, say many money. Send me, say many, many, many. This how is the Sinner and the Saint on, on 1080 deli? The Fan. Send me, say many, many, many. All right, we made it back. Got my cider in hand. Thanks to Kelly and Dan for coming in. You going to the cider summit? Probably not. The dog lounge. There's a dog lounge? Yeah. Were you paying attention to the? Thing? I was doing other stuff. All right. Did you figure out where LeBron's gonna go? Uh, well, that's what I was working on. Okay. So what did you come up with? Well, our text line seems to think uh, Toronto. <laughs> well, I mean, it is LeBronto now, isn't it? Could you imagine if he went to Toronto? I, I hope he does something. Whatever it is, I hope it's something that's unexpected. Yes. I mean, we're there's like you kind of alluded to this. There's so much hype in this and just the kind of the madness of it. Like we're not even really trying to predict it and we're spending 
half of an hour on this stupid topic. It's because people love it. Well, they do, but you you get into it, and it's like my curiosity is still. Do you think LeBron's made up his mind? Hmm. Okay. No. And the reason being is because uh, I heard some story from um, heavy breathing man, uh, Brian Windhorst. Oh, about the Discovery Cave or whatever yeah. they call it? <laughs> wherever he is right now, he's, uh, where is it? Somewhere in the Caribbean. Yeah, somewhere in the Caribbean where they go to the uh, the Decision Cave, right? And they're uh, trying to figure out like his his most trusted advisor. No, 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 that wasn't it. He go, He's in the Caribbean now with his family. This yeah. is his off time. When the he comes decision home. Decision Cave, though. Well, yeah, when he comes home, he goes into the Decision Cave, which oh. is not a real cave. It's like a man cave. Yes. He brings in his boys. Yep. They all sit around. And Savannah. And then they get out the Ouija board. Yep. And then they figure out where they're going to go. Can you imagine? Well, no, but I just think there's so many moving pieces to it. Again, I think he's trying to orchestrate things behind the scenes. I'm I'm convinced that he has not decided what happens. They have to get a partner that they did like Pat Riley that's going to be willing to, to move pieces around. Remember the downfall of Miami wasn't that LeBron, Wade, and Chris Bosh didn't work together. It's they could never afford to put any complimentary pieces around it and they were you know shuffling through mario chalmers and and mike miller and you know birdman yeah chris anderson i mean but they they never by that last title birdman couldn't even walk yeah and and so you you have to figure out how you can do this where there's enough young pieces that can play without big money contracts you have to find that combination of veterans i mean lebron has been kind of his own worst enemy throughout his nba career where he's never really been able to Get a team built around him. He ran Kyrie off. You'd think if Kyrie Irving was there, they would have had a much better chance this year of winning, but he kept calling him little brother, and Kyrie's like, buddy, you got to stop doing this. Get out of here, buddy. He's ready to fake a knee injury or fake a knee surgery to to get out of there, which uh, turns out he actually needed. Well, me. you know, how I kind of feel about this whole thing is that I don't think it's so much about LeBron deciding where he wants to go, but deciding how he wants to be remembered. Yeah. Because if he's okay with his legacy now, which is, you know, if some freak accident happened and he was never able to play another game again, this was the end of his career. Like he heard himself jumping off a cliff. Sure. Sun. Right. Oh, God, that video. Yeah. Oh, every team must have just been like, please, please come up. Please come up. Didn't Tom Brady do that a couple of years ago where he put a video of jumping off a cliff somewhere in Something some like tropical that. aisle? Yeah. Uh, yeah. But uh, to me, I think it's mostly about um, him being able to come to grips with what his career is going to be. Because if he never played another minute of basketball again. I think he would still go down as one of the top 10 players of all time. But I oh, think yeah, that no there's question. something in his head saying, I have to win X amount of more titles to really solidify who I'm going to be in NBA history. Now, does he have the possibility of getting three more and getting two, uh, you know, Jordan status? Possibly. But even if you get two more and you get five, now you're compared to Kobe, right? Because that's kind of how Kobe's measured to everything. Well, but again, here's the problem with with that whole theory. If he's trying to just win championships to catch up with Jordan, right? Like, let's say that's his that's goal. The theory, yeah. But what he's doing is he's trying to build a championship team every year from scratch versus going, what's going to give me the best long-term potential? Tim Duncan has five championships. 
They never won back-to-back with the Spurs. What he did was he got with an organization, and he worked with them. So he was never the highest-paid player at his position, and he worked with them to make sure that the teams that he were on were getting better. There were complementary players that were drafted in the second round and developed. Manu Ginobili didn't come into the NBA as a superstar. He ended up being a great player and a Hall of Famer because the way he worked within that team. A guy like Bruce Bowen wasn't you know exceptional. Tony Parker wasn't you know a, a, a lottery pick these guys that you look at that win championships by constructing a team the bulls had to go through the celtics and the pistons with with jordan scoring 60 points in playoff games but they couldn't win a series he never beat bird in his career but the team kept getting a little better a little better a little better until when he left to play baseball they lost one less game They still made it to the Eastern Conference Finals without Jordan. That's how good that team was. So if LeBron James wants to win championships, maybe you sacrifice a couple years and you go, hey, maybe our team's not going to be great. Maybe we don't have a shot to win a championship this year, but this will help us develop for long term. He doesn't have the patience to do that. He's too old. He's too set in his ways and he has too much influence. He's going to try to build a championship team this year. If it doesn't work, he's going to do the same thing next year. Well, and I think he lost his chance to do that when he was in Miami, because I truly believe that even if Chris bought, well, I mean, eventually Chris Bosch would have retired anyway, because he has a life threatening disease. But, but the te- that team that they started with right. eroded because they built a championship team for this year and yes. they, and they didn't win the next year. They were still good enough, but they had to re- add Ray Allen and Ray Allen was old. And then they added another piece, but that guy was old. And they added this guy. Everybody and he was costs old. too much. Everybody costs too much. And I think that at the end of the day, if you would have tried to keep that team together, even if Chris Bosh wasn't part of the picture with Dwayne Wade and LeBron James, you still could have gotten another two or three championships. I believe because sure. you could have built the players up. Jeez. But you would have trade, had to, what you had to, to get do was Goran go Dragic. Through, yeah. The trade to get Goran Dragic was actually in the process of happening while he was still there. There was rumors about that actually happening. So I believe they would have been able to build a core like you're but saying. But he would have had to sit through a lull and a he didn't bit. want to do that. If he'd have waited, like, Anthony Wiggins is not a great team leader, but if he was his sidekick, the kid's still, what, 24, 25 years old? Well, I don't know about Anthony Wiggins, but I do know about Andrew, Andrew Wiggins. Wiggins. You know who I'm talking about. Shut up. Anthony Bennett is the other guy that was in that trade. They're just one guy. You mixed you mixed two Cavs disappointing draft picks. <laughs> That's right. Well, no, but they had to go get Kevin Love because he needed an established veteran, right? Sure. I mean, that was the and whole— a shooter. That, yeah, but that was the whole idea is it's like you you trade youth for experience and what you do is you you make that window smaller and you you have limited time to do it. And the young player that they had who was a great sidekick was Kyrie Irving and he ran him out of town because he was so demanding and he needed to win right now and there was no other young guys on that team to hang out with Kyrie and he felt like a little kid on that team and he didn't want to be treated that way. I was kind of trolling around on uh, NBA Twitter the other day and I saw that there's a bunch of Nick fans who have this very um, hilarious sense of false hope that he's going to come to New York. I don't know if James Dolan's selling the team. He's going to play with Porzingis. Why wouldn't he want to? Yeah. I I mean, if you do that, you're going to play with Porzingis, which is awesome, but you'll also play with, you know, four other empty U-Haul boxes, which is the equivalent to their roster. How many years does LeBron have left to play? Prime or total? Total. I think he could play till he's 38. That's it? And then retire? Sure. Okay. I don't think he can play till he's 40. So I think his body will eventually break down at a certain point because he's he had would way have too to. many miles. Yeah. But he's bionic. Now, so. it, well, if you're going to say prime, I say two more years. You get two more years of this high level of basketball. But then at that point, 
I think he takes the precautionary steps to play a little bit more on the wing. And again, that's that's where you go back to the whole 76ers theory is that if you could sign there long term, have two more yeah. years of this ball dominant style of playing and then let Ben Simmons kind of I don't want to say take over, but let Markel Fultz take over. Yeah. Oh, right. Of course, um, that you let Ben Simmons kind of act as the point and let yourself kind of naturally flow into that role of, hey, I'm going to play off the wing. Hey, I'm going to play off of the screen. You know, I think that's the best bet that you get. Now, if you go to the Sixers this year, yeah, you're probably not going to win the title this year. Like you said, yeah. you're probably going to have to wait. But how many more titles do you need to catch up to Jordan? And how many more years do you have to play if we go by the 38 rule? But again, if you're the Sixers, you're still in the East. I mean, the Celtics are your, are the team that you're competing yeah, against. You're going to compete with them every year. Yeah. But you, but the, the, the Sixers plus LeBron. It's probably going to be really good. Would be great. It would be, yes, it would be compelling to watch. Good. But, but I guess the reason I was asking how long is he going to play, is this going to be his last stop? Is is the team that he signs with going to be the last one? Or if, again, if he goes after the 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 one and, you know, a, get a championship this year, get a championship next year, is his goal just to keep chasing it? And we're going to have to go through this cycle again and again and again until he's too old and decrepit to, to care about. Well, it's kind of interesting, too, because you have to think, is he going to end his career like Kobe, where it's kind of a disappointment? Because Kobe's career ended on kind of a fart. Well, yeah, but so did Jordan's, and so does everyone. Well, let's let's just scrap the Wizards, can we? No, we can't. Yes, we can. It just happened. I know, but it, not really. It didn't happen. It was friggin' ridiculous. Uh, you know, it, to me, I think Kobe's career ending was one of the most disappointing of any NBA legend that he had because he basically signed like a one or two year contract. Was it that was forty two million? And you know the money that the Lakers were giving him was just like, hey, thanks. Dude, that's not even the it most. It was thank you no, money. No, listen, that's not even the most disappointing career ender in Los Angeles. Who else was on that team and who else was getting paid a ton of money? Lamar Odom. One oh, more. sorry. Who else? Pau Gasol. You don't remember him because he didn't play. Kyle Kuzma? No. Nope. Oh, wait, he wasn't playing yet. <laughs> Steve Nash ended his career in Los Angeles. Remember that huge oh, yeah. contract that he got? And he never, his back was never able to actually play. Yeah. Barely in a Lakers uniform, but he he's like, yep, I'm just, I'm going to stick around one more year just for the money. Yeah. And he said that. Came out and just goes, yeah, I'm here. They're paying me money. I'm going to, why would I leave? Uh, Yeah. His, you are very correct. His career ended on a very wet fart. Um, Cause I do. Back-to-back MVPs. I, I mean, I think it's kind of sad that that Suns team really never converted. They could never beat the Spurs. Sure. Never. Yeah. I mean, they were Oklahoma to, City with Kevin Durant could never to win a championship either. I mean, yeah. again. They were to the Spurs that the Raptors are to LeBron. Like, they just could never beat Oh, them. they were better than the Raptors. I mean, eh. they didn't. the Raptors do not have MVP ta- talent on that team. Are you telling me Kyle Lowry is not MVP no, material? that's exactly what I'm saying. This, Are you telling me that it was a mistake to trade Bismack Biombo? I uh, Just <laughs> draw the D'Antoni line, though. If this Rockets team never wins one, which as long as the Warriors stay intact, there's no guarantee they do. They don't no, have they won't. their windows not that big. Oh, that's, it's closed. <laughs> I, I don't No, Seriously, man. I don't, I don't think they no, really. I mean, think about it. If LeBron actually goes to the Lakers. Oh, then it's then for sure. Yeah, yeah it's completely closed. Chris Paul has, I mean, that was, last year was Chris Paul's peak. I don't think he's going to get any better. Might he sustain? Okay. But yeah. James Harden has yet to prove that he's actually going to come through in big game situations, which by the way, you're the league's MVP. Shouldn't you have going back to your home court in game seven against an extremely vulnerable team taken over and beaten them? 
Oh wait, you had you a party didn't. to get to. Yeah, because you you thing. have to you have to go get a concussion and go to a strip club, right? Yeah. Friggin' joke, dude. And Chris Paul does what Chris Paul does. Yes, gets hurt. Gets hurt. And then and and the best part about him getting hurt is it's like, oh, it's not my fault I got hurt. Yeah. Always. You always get hurt. Every time. Every single time. Every time. Portugal versus Uruguay, who's going to win? Will Darkens knows all. He tells you next in Crystal Balls, Center and Saint, 1080 The Fan. Now through July 31st, save up to $400 at Coastal Super Rebate Safe Sale. Coastal Farm and Ranch, we're just what the country needs. Save $400 on the Liberty Limited Edition 64 or $300 on the Liberty Limited Edition 48. There's special financing and delivery available, so take advantage of sale pricing and rebate offers now. A Centurion 24 safe with ELOC is sale priced at $599.99. Accessorize your new safe and get 10% off all accessories in stock. Coastal safe sale going on now. And this Saturday, save with half-price propane. Coastal since 1963 and just what the country needs. Safe offers valid on purchase between April 29 and July 31st. Selection varies per store location. See store for details. Excludes propane exchange program. Coastal Farm and Ranch. We're just what the country needs. In Cornelius, Gresham, Oregon City, and Woodburn. This is Owen. Hi there. Hello. He's an imaginary person who represents many business owners. What? Owen is savvy. I am? I mean, I am. He knows digital marketing is imperative to grow his business. Yes, very important. But he's not sure how it works or who to trust. No, I don't. That's why he should turn to SmartReach Digital. Good idea. SmartReach Digital designs programs that promote your business and generate leads. Need a digital partner you can trust? I need SmartReach Digital. Learn more at growwithsmartreach.com. King Henry, why are you looking so sad? My fourth wife is making my life miserable. She wants to leave me and take all my jewels, my castles, and even my favorite chef who I just couldn't live without. Why lose your money, your home, or your children in a divorce? Simply call 1-800-DIVORCE and speak to a divorce attorney who defends the rights of men in divorce and custody cases. Your Highness, the Queen requests an audience with you. Okay, show her in. Hello, Henry, my dear. I understand you called 1-800-DIVORCE. That's right. Oh, well, <clears throat> now, why don't you come up to my chamber tonight and perhaps we could straighten things out. Call 1-800-DIVORCE. Get your phone questions answered at no charge. Located at 111 Southwest Columbia Street in downtown Portland. That's 1-800-DIVORCE. The 4th of July is about celebrating America's independence, appreciating freedom, and lighting the f sky with fireworks. Nobody does the 4th of July like Grand Slam fireworks. Mortars, Roman candles, fountains, whatever you need this 4th of July. Grand Slam's got it. Get Excalibur for only $49.99 and 33 Loyal to None or One Bad Mother for $29.99 at locations all over Southwest Washington. Text FIREWORKS to 99404 to find a Grand Slam location near you. Light it up this 4th of July with Grand Slam. Message and data rates apply. Saint on 1080 The Fan. There's something on the text line I have to confirm with you because you're Mr. Vancouver and Southwest Washington. I'm Mr. Southwest Washington. Mr. Clark County. 
the mayor of Clark County, I believe is uh, how Alex Crawford referred to me. On the text line, Cogliano crime family operates a huge number ra- numbers racket out of Camus. They battle the Russian mob over the Vancouver horse. <laughs> is that true? Obviously. Yeah, it's uh, I, <clears throat> that I don't a storied. Wa- listen, <laughs> storied rivalry. Will. Will. Yeah. Bringing this up on uh, on public airwaves may have just gotten us both killed. Oh, we're going to get whacked. You you may have just. I could use a good whack. Luckily, luckily for me, I have connections over there. I may be able to save myself, uh, and I have not confirmed or denied anything that you've mentioned here. But I don't think you survived this. I don't know about that. You probably shouldn't have brought that up on there. If there really was, like, a huge crime family that was surrounding, like, this area, like, would you have to keep it quiet, like, actually talking about it? If there was a crime? Oh. Yeah. You can bring that up. What are you doing? There has to be, though. Well, Don't yes. you think that there's some underground crime family around, like, Vancouver or Portland that we just don't know about? We're not in tune with. I I would uh, definitely have to think that if there were, I would not know anything about it. I'm fairly oblivious. I think you do know something about it. Listen. I think that you're just acting it out because you're scared right now. I can't uh, I can't comment for Did they on. wire you? <laughs> you were to wire. You were to wire! Are you ever wired? Ah. It's been a terrible radio show. I've I've enjoyed parts of it. <laughs> Which parts of it have you parts enjoyed? Parts I was conscious. Well, yeah, you drink all a that. lot of the time. I just kind of stare off into the distance. <laughs> you drink all that cider. Well, you mentioned something about a dog park. Yeah. Well, there was a dog park. Yes. Here, I'll read it to you. I'll get back and I'll find it. Now, was this our cider guest? They said that there was going to be a dog park at their cider festival. No, no, I said it. I've got the information here somewhere. So, Is that yeah, a so, thing? So, listen, it's the Cider Summit, the 8th Annual PDX Cider Summit. Okay. It's at the, uh, the, it's at the Fields Park. Okay. What they have is they have 200 ciders, live music, food, dog lounge, and more. Okay, that has the possibility to be disastrous. What are you talking about? A bunch of people getting hammered with their dogs. You don't get hammered. You sit back and you enjoy. Here's here's the thing. I realize that you've you've stopped drinking. I you, have. You used to do it too well. I was extremely good at drinking, and I had to retire. But there's there are other ways to drink than just to binge, and that is to sit back and, and you know on your morning radio show enjoy a cup of cider. It literally sounds like you're speaking Japanese. Yeah, I don't even understand any of that. Yeah, you you don't. You don't, but some people go and they just do their tastings and they're like, oh, I enjoy this. I'll have this at a nice uh, function later down the road. I will, I will make a note of this name. I'll have people other over. We'll gather, we'll, we'll imbibe, we'll enjoy, we'll get, enjoy each other's company and we'll drink enough, just enough so that we don't have to think of all the reasons that you dislike your family while you're sitting around uh, socializing with them. I'm going to get drunk and yell at my dog. <laughs> no, that's, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> you're missing the point. Goddamn dog. No. It's the reason I don't have a job. <laughs> that's, a di- that's a different kind of drinking. I you go take you home. Oh, no, you just dog. you just drink it to melt the worries of the world away. My wife loves you more than me. <laughs> it's not a country song. It's a bunch of country people drinking cider. <laughs> no, they go to the store and they buy bush ice. What if I see my dog? By the 30 pack. There's gotta be a lot of lost dogs at that thing. <laughs> 
Come on, it's people drinking with their dogs. They're gonna lose them, and it's gonna be no, sad. No, you haven't. You could you can enjoy without overindulging. You can, but I'm just saying people you are gonna never, lose their just dogs. Just because you never did doesn't mean nobody can. I enjoyed beer. Yes, I know too much. Yes, too much. Yeah. Well, did you ever enjoy a beer, or did you always enjoy beer? I enjoyed a six pack of beer. Yeah, exactly. This is this is a problem. And then the second six pack, you blacked out, and then you woke up covered in crime tape. Ooh, crime tape and nothing but <laughs> nude except for the caution tape around a crime scene. <laughs> no, that guy's trying to steal my dog. <laughs> just a bit. I mean, I, I, am I the only one? Am I the only one that just sees the fault in this? It's a bunch it of dudes getting hammered on it, cider with their dogs. It's not everybody getting hammered. What is wrong with you? Come on. You're the worst. All right. Could somebody help me get my dog in my truck? He's being ornery. Today at 11 a.m. at the end of this show begins the uh, game between Uruguay and Portugal. Yes. Where is Uruguay? Okay. Now, uh, I knew you were going to ask me this. Okay. Uh, I think. I'm going to guess Uruguay is like Eastern Europe, <laughs> not Northeast, of course, because I know that's where Russia is, but like maybe somewhere there, either that or near Hawaii, Would you- <laughs> near, which is a good answer because really anything's near Hawaii. No, that's not true. There's not all that much that's near Hawaii. A lot near Hawaii. No. You got United States. You got Mexico. You got South America. You got Japan. Okay. Now, is it near Japan? No, it's not. I don't know. Your continent, you're going with. Just, just, what continent? You you started with Europe, and then you went continent. to island nation. I assume you went island nation near near continent. Hawaii. Uh, is it, uh, stick me with South America? It's South America. Oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> no, you're on your third guess. Yeah. Well, now, South America is near Hawaii. I'm going to pull up no, a map. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. No. Hold on. I'm going to. You're going to pull up a map? Yeah, well. Your understanding of world geography is terrible. I didn't pay attention too much. I was too busy drinking cider. <laughs> Uruguay is on the oh. southern southern end of Brazil on the eastern seaboard of the South American continent. Is that near Turkey? Really? I got to tell you, man, I, I am so Americanized that I can, I only know the States and I went, I went to Paris, uh, when I was in college and I had no frame of reference for where the hell I was. Like people would speak to me and talk about like different countries they've been in, in Western Europe. And I was like, oh yeah, that's North, huh? They're like, what? No. It's like, oh yeah, we went to Spain the other weekend. I was like, oh wow. Is it cold up there in the North? I was going to have you no. predict the next world cup game, but now I need to know if you have any idea where Portugal is. Not Portugal the man, Portugal the country. Now that's going to make this a lot more difficult. Okay. Where Portugal. is where is Portugal, Will Darkens? Uh, like, Don't look at the map. I see you looking at the map. Do not look at the map. No, it's just, I had something in my eye. Yeah, that's it. All right. Where is Portugal? Uh, That's South America, too. Are you, ser- are you being serious? Right now? Sure. Yeah. No. I don't know. No. <sighs> well, who's going to win, Portugal Portugal, or uh, Uruguay? Well, I know where Uruguay is, so I'm going to pick Uruguay. <laughs> Seems like a pretty good way to do it. There you go. Everybody place your money where Will placed his. You're not going to go with uh, Cristiano Ronaldo. 
carrying his European country of Portugal to victory in this? He's hot, but no. All right, Uruguay wins. You've heard it here first. The Sinners say we're back next weekend. A fitting ending to an otherwise terrible radio program. Everybody have a wonderful weekend. Big thanks to Kelly and Dan for coming in. Cider Summit, check it out. Uh, some very good ciders from both Avid. And then if you want to try some mead, author mead, both opening tasting rooms soon. Everybody have a great weekend. Bye-bye. Give the audience a Enjoy. It's your last chance so always look on the bright side of death. Just before you draw your terminal breath. Juice. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.